Welcome to the What About Marriage podcast, where two newlyweds explore marriage through the lens of personal experience. This is not about teaching, it's about discovering and learning together. Thanks for listening. Hello. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for that? That was improv. I know it probably didn't sound like it exists. It sounded super professional, but y'all, we're just, we're not, we don't have a contract yet. Yeah. Is that oh. what you call it when you get a thing with a, a music, record deal? A record deal. Yeah, there you go. Uh, welcome to What About Marriage. I'm Joshua. Hi. I'm Angelina, and hey. we are a couple who talks about marriage and what we are learning in 30-minute segments about yes. marriage, and we talk about what we've learned and <laughs> what we're learning. And... Oh, we're switching countries now. <laughs> what is that like? A. It's been southern this whole time. No, that was... <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. But... Anywho. We are What About Marriage. Yes. We uh, we started this podcast because we really love our marriage, and we love the idea of marriage, mm-hmm. and there we were a lot being of... married. We love being married. I mean, that was kind of given in my... Was that yeah. not given? Well, when you say we love our marriage, that's like people... Like, that could mean that you love the idea of marriage... And not necessarily, or like you love the institution, but not, I don't, I don't know. Sounds like an. I love being married. Same. Same. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry for that little tangent. But uh, we started it because we want to be able to talk about it and be open about it because there are a lot of things that we wish people told us before we got married. And mm-hmm. not that we're here to tell you guys things that you guys haven't already heard, yeah. but we're here to kind of document our journey through marriage yeah and this is more like an external processing for ourselves yeah yeah and hopefully along the way like people are like hey i actually feel that way too or hey my husband farts a lot a lot like a lot a lot as well mm. you know just so it's like you're not alone some solidarity yeah like we're not in this alone marriage marriage in itself together is something between two people but marriage as a community should be mm-hmm. something that is that should be flourishing a lot more than it is. Yeah. I feel like people get married. Opinion. Yeah. What? I feel like people get married and they just, like, they think that's it. Yeah. Or yeah. that can be the common misconception that mm-hmm. you get married and it's dandy, grandy dandy. Grandy dandy. And Fee there's... fandy. Yeah, everything's going to be bliss and perfection. And if not, well, then there's nothing you can do to change it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there is. And it's hard work. Yes. But it's so worth it. Nothing worth having... Is easy. True that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Today, is... tonight, we are drinking. Oh, that's right. Joshua made us some um, celebratory Moscow meals. Ayo. News of which we cannot yet share with you. But if you pay attention through the summer. Yeah, we can. You will, will find, find out. out. And you'll know when. And it's obviously not a child. No. Because we're drinking alcohol. That's right. It's not a child. But it's exciting. It's very exciting. Just as exciting. We wish we could tell you guys, but we can't. So we're just, you're just going to have to stay with us on Instagram and Facebook. And we'll tell you when we have the A-OK to make it public knowledge. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my god, 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 oh my god. But yeah, we're drinking Moscow Mules as a celebratory thing. For not only that, but this is our season finale. Guys, we're leaving. Are you serious? It's over. It's over. Season two is over. Season two. It's crazy. Well, I mean, we're starting the end. This is the beginning of the end. Right. But, yeah. Season and we, two. we would like to um, make a commitment yeah. to ourselves and to you all in public, in the public, public I don't even know. In what the public saying. arena. That we will not wait until January 2019 to start season three. Because mm-hmm. uh-huh. last year we had these grand intentions of starting season two in the fall. Yep. And then we moved and we got a dog and we we're like, nah. Yep. So then January rolled around and it's been a year since our first episode. We're like, I guess we'll start again, but we want we want to be better. Mm-hmm. More, more diligent. More diligent. <gasps> Excuse me. That's that how was people... like. Go ahead. What was that? That was like one of those half hiccups, half. Burp oh, things. those are the worst. They kind of oh. hurt. Uh huh. Yeah. Go ahead. I don't know. Most people what? I don't know. We don't know. Nope. Who knows? What are we talking about today? But today we're talking about. Things that we're going to practice this summer mm-hmm. and things that we've been learning that we're going to try to push into our marriage this summer yeah. that we feel are important to us. They may not be important to you. You may already have this down. Yeah. But. And if so, please do tell us your insider tricks. Yeah, like how do you do tips it? Tips and tricks. Yeah. Because every day we realize how much, not help, but how much we need to work yeah. on our marriage. Yeah. And I think... For us, if a day goes by where we're like, yep, our marriage is perfect, we don't need to work on anything, that's when we need to start working on something, you know? Yeah. Or do you disagree? Um, I don't I don't think you ever want to be, I think it's kind of like yourself, like you think you're such a good person that you don't need to work on it. I, like, I don't think that's the right attitude, but I think there are like healthier seasons. That's true. Than others, like there's ebb and flow in marriage just like anything else. Yeah. So I think there can be seasons where it feels really effortless, and then there are seasons when it can feel like a lot more work, or like you realize that hey, you know what? We've been the same, we've been the same kind of closeness for the last year. Let's go deeper, Mm -hmm. and in order to make that happen, you have to work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think I think it can ebb and flow. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. So the first thing that we're going to be practicing over the summer is. Gratitude. Ayo. Grab my boots. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say boobs. Um, <laughs> no, these are these are private. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, gratitude is something that I that is super important to me as a individual. I like a year and a half ago I started this habit of every day I'll write down something that I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. And Joshua bought me a planner at the end of last year, and this planner that he got me actually has, like, a little corner on each day that says gratitude. So it literally, like, it's the easiest thing for me to every day, like, every morning when I get my planner out, make my list for what I'm doing that day, I think back through the previous 24 hours, and I write down something that I'm grateful for that happened, or sometimes it's something really big, sometimes it's just something super small, but but we've never really done that in our marriage. Mm-hmm. So it's something we actually, um, someone that I was sitting next to on a plane was telling me about how him and his fiance will practice this whenever they sense like themselves getting like a little bit distant or if there's a lot of like tension in the relationship, 
they'll sit down and they'll take turns. Each person takes a turn for three times saying something they're grateful for in the other person. Hmm. And it kind of like reminds you how good you have it with your person and and it kind of diffuses, you know, if you're if you're both upset about something stupid or if it if there's just like just you're just tired and there's just stress, you know, it reminds you like, hey, I get to do this with my person and Yeah. It grounds you. Yeah. So like that's that. something we're going to be practicing. Yeah. So gratitude in all its forms. Do you want to practice it right now? Yeah. You go first. Nose goes. Nose goes. Um, I am grateful for you in many ways. But one of the things that I am the most grateful for in you and that has always held my respect for you from day one is how hardworking you are. You're very, like, for those of you who don't know Joshua, he, when he does something, he is all in. And, like, he cut his thumb open last week and was in the ER. We were in the ER, like, all day trying to get this thing fixed, as some of you saw on our Instagram story. And, like, the next day he goes right back to work and starts working again. And, like, not very many people would do that or people would see that, like, you know what? Yeah, I could go work, but I could also stay home, so I'm just going to take the opportunity to stay home and slack. And Josh was never like that. Like, even even when you were working at Starbucks, you gave it your all, all the time. And over and over, like, the people around you and your employers recognize that you're incredibly dedicated and hardworking. Mm-hmm. And I really respect that in you because it not only is something that I can respect in you, but it gives me a sense of security knowing that you, like, you're not someone who's just going to, flake out or not take care of things in our marriage and in our lives and mm-hmm. like you're dedicated and you're gonna get the, you're gonna get the job done hmm. well thanks yeah make me blush don't blush it's just you and me i think one of the things that i'm most grateful for in you is your passion for the things that you love and how much you pour yourself into the things that you want to go after and whether that means um, with some of the things that you've, I don't, I don't, have we talked about her tea talks and mm. everything on here? Mm-hmm. Or like your blog, your cooking, all of that, like you put everything that you are into that. And I think that is what makes you special and that stands out from a lot of people is the fact that you don't just put something in to get something out, you put something in to get everything you can out of it for yourself. Like, not in a selfish way. <laughs> not in a selfish way. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think you, I think you, don't, you don't half-ass stuff. You got to full-ass it. Right. And I think you put everything you are into what you do. Mm-hmm. It's not, I, I don't think I could ever see something that you did and be like, oh, she wasn't trying that hard on that. Like, I've never seen something like that from you. Mm-hmm. It seems like that to me. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, is that not a good gratitude? No, it was. I, I know myself. I, I know when I slack and when I don't give it my all. And I know I've done that, so it's like I know for myself that I'm not always, oh. I don't always put my whole self. Well, I think you do. Well, thank you. So practice gratitude because gratitude will help with those times like Angelina was saying help with those times where there's that tension and mm-hmm. both people are like uh, yeah. 
Yeah. When it's not, it's it's like it's not only nice to say to realize those things and remember those things and be reminded of those things that you have in your partner, but to also hear how your partner values you. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's affirming in your own humanity and like your own struggle and victory to be reminded that you're seen and valued. Yeah. yeah. I think that's good. Yeah. Our next one's a little bit of an X-rated topic. Close the children's ears. If there are children in the car, turn them away. Put the sound-canceling headphones on. Um, but sex, sex, intentionality in sex. Yeah. One thing that we have kind of started to realize more and more as the months go by is that we are both, I'm putting air quotes around this, busy a lot. (laughs) And by that, I mean, sex usually comes last. Mm Mm-hmm. It's when we've done everything else, mm-hmm. and if we're still not tired, then we will do it. Yeah. You it know? doesn't have priority. It doesn't have priority, and we've been talking about that, and this summer we want to make it a thing like sex is not just something that is a perk of marriage. It is something that is integral to the framework of marriage. Yes. Because there's a connection through sex that does not happen with many other physical connections that you any kind of connection any kind of connection yeah and there's that there's that connection in sex that i think we all want but it's i mean when you think about it it's like like i'm tired i don't want to do that or i don't want to exert i'm not in the mood or i'm not i don't want to exert myself or yeah it, it just needs to happen yeah and it's not like we're gonna it's like you said we were talking about it last the other day yeah and you were like it's like working out you don't want to do it sometimes right when you start but then when it's done it's like that was awesome you never regret you never regret it like getting amping yourself up to go work out you're always like oh i don't want to do it. i'm gonna sweat i'm gonna be tired i'm i'm lazy i'm already tired mm-hmm. and then you do it and you finish and it's like i feel great like yeah. I, I just made myself stronger i just like lost some calories and i can mm-hmm. go eat that bread now yep. it's like the same thing with sex like sometimes you're like oh i know i should but i'm so tired and yep. then it's never like after that i'm like man eh, could have done without that mm-hmm. yeah yeah so do it we're doing it we're gonna do it i wanna i wanna view <laughs> sex as like as high of a priority as meals because like for me food is everything yeah. it's like if i miss a meal i'm like are you freaking kidding me right now so food hungry. is so <laughs> like food and good food is so important to me and i want to see sex like that where it's like it's not it's not dessert like you have it every now and then and it's like yeah. you can do without it but if you have it it's great mm-hmm. i want to see it as like this is a necessary need that has that should be met on a regular basis mm-hmm and practice makes perfect. Yeah. Too. Start honing your craft. Get it. Start working it down to a fine chiseled point, not just blunt ends. Just get them nice and sharp. What are you referring to? I'm saying like sex in general is an activity. Mm-hmm. And the more you do an activity, the better you get at it. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. I didn't know if you were trying to make an analogy of a body part to a nope. sharp point. No, nope. like I was just talking about how a knife, sex, mm-hmm. starts off blunt when you get married or the first time you have sex Mm -hmm. it's a blunt knife but the more you do it the more you practice Mm -hmm. the sharper and sharper that knife gets and the better it cuts the better it cuts serves and yep Mm -hmm. all right i'm I'm following you now yep there we go 
And now, <laughs> now, on to our next one. What? Communication. Communicado. Something that we're going to work on. That, we kind of always push this yeah. in everything. And I feel like it should be pushed in everything. Like, communication is key. Mm -hmm. It's number one in marriage. Mm-hmm. And, but, go ahead. I was going to say, I think honesty in it, too. Like, the other night, we got into a fight. And it was over something really, really stupid. I'm not even going to tell you guys what it was. But <laughs> I, and I had this moment where it was like, okay, I can get really mad right now. Or I can just laugh it off. And, and some of you who are familiar with stupid fights may have experienced a similar thing where it's like, you know that it, you shouldn't be this mad at something this dumb, but you are. So it's like, do I follow this anger through? and go and get into a fight or do I just like laugh and be like I'm sorry I'm being stupid well I followed the anger through and um I think it was actually good because it it there's a deeper issue that I uncovered of why the thing that happened made me so upset mm -hmm. and it was like a pride thing and and I didn't want to tell you about that right away because it was like well I feel really stupid now that it's it's not just you know say it was something like leaving the shower curtain open. It's not just that that makes me angry. It's that, you know, it's this heap bigger issue of pride. Yeah. And, but communicating that to you, I think not only helped me, because it's like communicating it took some of the power away from it and knowing that you now have that knowledge that that's like something that I'm struggling with, you know, with pride in, in that area, it's almost takes the power away from it for myself. Because it's like, mm. I, I know that you know that about me now, so if a similar situation happens, I can give, you know, I can give you grace and I can give myself grace and mm. not end up as angry as I did. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's good. I like that. Being willing to communicate the hard truths. And mm. not just like, I feel like people, and even us sometimes, we talk about, when we talk about communicating hard things, it's in the sense of like, I need to tell you something difficult, like a difficult truth about yourself that I've noticed. You know what mm. I mean? Like I've, I'm seeing this in you and I don't like pointing it. Pointing it out. Yeah, but sometimes communicating hard things means pointing out what the flaws you see in your, in your own self mm. because acknowledging those and communicating those to your spouse, like they don't know what's going on inside. Mm -mm. They can't read your mind. Mm -mm. You can't read my mind. So me being able to communicate those and you doing the same thing back, I think that's another level of communication that we need yeah. to practice. Mm -hmm. Being, what was it? Um, telling me what you're thinking rather than assuming I know because you know. Yeah. 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 I do that a lot. <laughs> I do it too. And I mean, it's hard. Yeah. And that's that's one thing that, I mean, we noticed very early on when we got into issues. It was like, it's hard. And it's hard to humble yourself and be like, look, I was in the wrong year. Mm -hmm. And it's even harder when it's an issue that maybe you know you're right. <laughs> but yeah. for the sake of your relationship, hold that or don't hold it, but like just kind of push it away. Until you guys are both better and then talk about it in a healthy manner. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, very true. Yeah. Just just kind of spitballing. Can you pass me the water? Oh. 
<laughs> she just points at the wall. I need some agua. Yeah, I think that's definitely part of the whole communication thing. Mm -hmm. uh, something I I want to practice this summer, and you're really good at doing it already. I'm not really good at. But doing you're it. you're you're better than I am, and I want to be better. Is being diligent about serving and tithing, because mm. like I do not. I mean, okay, I don't I don't not, but serving to me is hard because it's like I don't want to give anything away for free. You know, yeah. and I have to like work my mind around that, especially if it's serving at church and I have to like talk with people that I don't really know mm -hmm. that like the whole like this is kind of on a little side subject, but like the whole like turn around and greet your, your like neighbor. neighbors. I don't like that because yeah. I, I'm so awkward in those situations. I don't know when to like stop. I don't know what to talk about, what's inappropriate to talk about, what's appropriate, yeah. blah, blah. But then when you go and serve and there's like. 30 people that are like, oh, you're here to serve? Great. Like, where do you work? What do you do? It's like, I don't want to tell people where I work 30 times. <laughs> you know? Like, uh, I don't know. But I have to push past that and be like, it's not about me. It's not about the comfort that I'm in. It's about what I'm doing to help. Yeah. And the help that I'm, yeah, what I'm doing to help, I guess. Yeah. And then tithing, I just, like, I'm literally, I'm just forgetful and that, plays into how much I actually care about it and I want to care enough about mm -hmm. it that I don't forget about it. Yeah. So that's the end of my thing. Um, yeah. And then selflessness is another thing that I wrote down. No, I don't want to work on that. It's hard. I don't want to. It's hard. Y'all, selfishness is my is the key to my happiness. <laughs> I'm just being real honest that's, right that's now. Good. I love being selfish and it is so hard for me to think about being selfless. Like it's it's probably that and patience is I, mm -hmm. it's, Yeah. I, I don't know. Just not something that you want to work on. No. Then maybe we'll have to work on it. I need to work on it though. Nothing worth having is easy. I know. Right? Is that Mm -hmm. That's what I said. Yeah. Well, that I mean, we don't really have to elaborate on that. Like, selflessness in itself is something that we need to work on. Yeah, but, but I think it's like I'm terrible at it. I think for me, I need to work on it in both our marriage and in the communal aspect. Because mm -hmm. I'm like I'm even. We have these lovely neighbors that sit on their porch a lot, and. Um they'll like want us want us to stop and talk with mm -hmm. them mm -hmm. and it's like oh. i know it i know it's only like five to thirty minutes because it can range mm -hmm. out of my day but i just don't want to do that mm -hmm. and I, but and i know it's like well i was right. gonna say i know how much it Sorry. blesses them when people stop and talk to them yeah but i just for myself i'm like oh, i just want to go on my way just leave me alone don't say anything to me mm -hmm. just taking my dog out to pee and then i'm going right back inside mm -hmm. But so that's like I need to practice and like be more giving of my time yeah. to other people. Yeah. That's good. Air conditioning's on. Phew. <sighs> and And last but certainly not least. Certainly R E S P C T. Aretha Franklin was cool. And she was right. She was right. And that was another thing that you learned from the person that you talked with on the 
on an airplane. The aeroplane, correct? Over mm-hmm. the sea? Yeah, there's this guy who was like, he was telling me about all these marriages that he was in that failed. And in this one therapy session, he said that um, the counselor told him and his now ex-wife that every marriage is made up of three people. And in your marriage, you can only control slash I, it, he didn't Is use the word control, control, care for maybe? Yeah, care for, two. You can only give your attention to two of those Attention, people, that's what it was. Or something like that. Yeah. And, serve, and, maybe. Was it serve? Who knows? Yeah. You know. But yeah, he was, he's, she was telling them that you only have the mental energy and ability to serve two of those or control two of those. And, um, and he said, you're probably wondering who the third person is. And I said, yes. And he said, it's your marriage because each marriage is made up. Yeah. Each marriage is made up of the husband and the wife and, and then the marriage itself. And it's like, and he said, you have to take care of yourself because yourself, you yourself are really the only person that you can 100% control. And then he said, the other person you have to take care of is your marriage. And, and he said, and then that's where faith comes in, in trusting that your spouse is going to do the same thing. Your spouse is going to take care of him or herself and then take care of the marriage. Mm-hmm. And when there's that equal, like when both partners are viewing their marriage in that light, it not only creates healthier individuals, but it creates a healthier marriage. Mm-hmm. Because rather than, rather than me trying to control you and make you into a better person, I'm instead trying to control the marriage and make the marriage into a better person with what I'm contributing to it. With how you control yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and it's like, and he said, in the minute you try to control your spouse, the respect is lost. Mm. You're no longer going to have respect for that person. And I don't know, that was just like really like, I've, I've heard similar things said in a different way, but the way that he was saying it and talking about it, it was just like made complete sense to me. It clicked. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt convicted in how much I sometimes see it as my mission to, excuse me, to like help you understand the importance of cleaning up after yourself and like, and all this other stuff when it's like, what if I instead focused on building you up and um, supporting you and doing that better than trying to just like nag, nag, nag? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, it. it's hard to think about like, well, how do you, how do you work with your... <laughs> spouse in uh, my brain for man <laughs> but like it, it's true because you always think like, okay so it's me and it's her it's me and it's him i've got myself i know what i'm doing now how can i make them like me so i can tolerate like certain right. things you know but it's not about that it's about both you guys caring for yourself first and foremost so that you're not like unhealthy spiritually mentally physically all that stuff but also caring for the one flesh that you have become the marriage mm-hmm. and when you are doing everything you can to work at the marriage to be selfless to be diligent in what you're doing in intentional sex in uh communication all the stuff that we talked about like mm-hmm. 
if you're purposefully putting that forward and putting that in front of you and working on that, and you have faith that the other person is doing that, that is when that marriage can start to grow. And that yeah, when I, mean, yeah, that because it's like if say? you're if you're being a better person, then that makes like I'll I see the effort that you put into yourself, yeah. and it encourages me, and it makes me like fall in love with you even more because I can see that you're taking care of yourself, whether that's going to your annual checkup at the doctor or investing in yourself spiritually or making sure you are emotionally strong or mentally strong. And it's like, it makes you into a healthier person and then it makes me want to be a healthier person. So mm-hmm. it like, it just keeps like compounding off of each other, I think. Cause rebounding? it's like, huh? Rebounding or comp? No, like Is that... compounding, like building. I don't have a large vocabulary, sorry. <laughs> But it just like it's like when you surround yourself with smarter people, you mm. like you never want to be the smartest person in the room. You always want to be like putting smarter and smarter people around you so that you're continually growing. And I think that's mm. when you're when you focus on yourself in your marriage in how can I be better, not only for myself but for my spouse and for my marriage, it like it just keeps yep. just gaining momentum off of each other, mm. I think. And, and it grows respect. Yeah. And three ways that three we have ways. found to practice respect are be honest and open. And everything that that means. You know what it means. We don't have to elaborate that. Yeah. Two. Be trustworthy and reliable. Be trustworthy and reliable. Be someone that you would want to trust. Yeah. Three. Follow through on your promises. Follow through on your promises. No, sorry. <laughs> I was still <laughs> I was still on number two. With being reliable, like follow through on your promises oh, yeah. or your expectations. Yeah. That's but two that's two point five. B. Yeah. 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 But three is listen and hear. Or hear and listen. Yeah. So you can hear things all day long. I can hear the air conditioning on. I can hear things outside, but I'm not listening to like what they're actually sounding like. I just know that it's there. I know that it exists. Mm-hmm. But there is intentional listening. And <clears throat> listening is being able to take what they're saying, put it into your head, and understand it. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a thing that I read. It was probably on Facebook or something. Because, of course. Because, of course, Facebook. Um, thing that I read that's they one of the things that this man or woman practiced with their spouse was, I hear you, but I disagree. And that is mm. the hardest thing because you want to be able to just argue it out and be like, well, no, I've got the right, I've got the right answer. Like, you're yeah. wrong. Mm-hmm. But if you're just like, hey, I understand that that's where you stand. And I respect you enough to know that you've put thought into that. And you have a reason you're standing by that. Mm -hmm. But I respectfully disagree Mm -hmm. with what you're saying. Um, But, like, I understand. Yeah. I understand you. I'm not telling you that you're crazy. It's just not the same belief that I have. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. You don't have to believe the same thing in everything. I think that's what keeps marriage spicy. Because then you always got something to talk about. Yeah. Like, I don't know how many times we've talked about different things that we disagree on. And, like, every time there's, like, a point that I come away with, I'm like, oh, I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. 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 So practice respect, y'all. 
We're going to try. We're going to listen to some Aretha Franklin. Maybe a little bit of Nina Simone in there a little bit. Oh, give me some Nina. Alabama's got me so upset. That's it. I can't That's all we're going to do. We're, gonna, right. we're not going to give anything else, like, you know, songs away for free until we get our record deal. Yeah. Once we get our record deal, you'll know. Yeah. And we'll be all we'll, over Billboard and yeah. iTunes top charts. Yeah. We'll be on the top charts of, like, the metal charts, the pop charts, the rap. Like, we're going to yeah. just It'll fly over all these different genres. We'll be on the hymn. I hear people say genre all <laughs> genre. the time. Genre. What genre is that? Um, but, yeah. So, bless their hearts. Bless their little hearts. Anywho. Um, anywho. That's the end of our season finale. Uh, this summer, be on the lookout for some things. We are cooking up some real fun... Activities? I was going to call it concerts, but contests. Contests. Mm-hmm. So you have to be following us on Instagram we'll to know. stay up to date. We're going to be giving away some swag and some gifts and some summer treats for these contests. So be sure that you are following us on Instagram. We'll let you know when we start the contest. And you should be there so that you have a chance of winning. Because there's some cool things. Yeah, y'all. And, I mean, we're just going to keep you up to date on what's happening in our lives. Yeah, oh my gosh, my gosh, my gosh, my gosh, my gosh, my gosh. So it's not a kid. Be on the lookout. It's not a kid, but it's equally as exciting. Yes. All right, guys. Peace and blessings. I'm making weird shapes with my hands because I get nervous. <laughs> Peace and blessings, y'all. We'll see you on the other side. Not not like we're dead, but just no. on the other side of summer. Disclaimer. Okay, bye. Season 2 theme music was written and performed by Noah Jordan, an incredibly talented local artist. <laughs>